We will not bow down to our racism. We will not bow down to is National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Don't stay silent. It's time to speak up all month long. Domestic violence affects millions, both women and men, of every race and religion, culture, and status. It's not just punches and black eyes. It's yelling, humiliation, stalking, manipulation, coercion, threats, and isolation. Is stealing a paycheck, keeping tabs online, nonstop testing, constant use of silent treatment, or calling someone stupid so often they believe it. I too am a survivor of domestic abuse, so every month we rededicate our lives to breaking the cycle. If you need assistance or want to talk to someone about domestic violence, call 1-866-331-9474 to speak with a trained peer advocate. Hey y'all. This is Nat D. And this is Aunt D. And we are the Duns. And we're from the podcast called Unadulterated Christians. 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 And you are now listening to the, the Chronicles, Chronicles of, of Divine, Divine Destiny. Destiny. All right. All righty then. Stop. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Chronicles of Divine Destiny Podcast. Hey, how y'all doing out there? Well, I'm just going to get to it because, baby, this episode is one of the most challenging episodes I've probably had to record since I've been podcasting, other than the grief one. But those are kind of more understanding. Um... As you all see, the title of the episode is called Karen, and 
called that for a reason. <laughs> and it's not for what maybe some people may think it is, but if you're thinking what I'm thinking and you know me, you know why it's titled that. It's so bad that typically I would record in my my home, but because the situation happened around my home and I just want freedom to talk without being heard or whatnot, I recorded in my car. Because <laughs> I just want to be able to get out everything and how I feel about the situation. As you guys all recall, my episode from my very first episode starting out, I let you guys know that I moved and um, it's new beginnings and just transitioning to another part of my life and um I have to share everything that I go through with you all because it's like I said it's not for me it's for to help somebody and um I've been dealing with a Karen situation I can't even say Karen I need to add the s to the Karen because it's Karen it's like a whole house of them it's like four white women and um as I shared in the first episode I shared just a lot of things that I have been going through since I've been there and it's definitely been challenging (laughs) spiritual warfare all that stuff like everything that I have a that I have issues with is what's happening to me at my new place and it's happening all at once and when I say it has been crazy so let me just get into the story and just how I got to wanting to record this episode. So basically, I've been having issues with my neighbors. Um, my neighbors have two dogs. One is a pug and one is like a poodle mix. Anyone that knows me, I have a phobia of dogs. I don't have a real reason to be scared of them. I just, I am frightened. I have come a long way. <laughs> I would say because I used to just run. You know, I would just run, run, run. I didn't even try to do, you know, anything. I would just run, which is hard because to believe, because I grew up around dogs. So I am, I am tolerable, if I will say that. Um, my issue is I don't like them jumping on me and all that other stuff. I just don't like that. It makes me uncomfortable because, you know, I just don't know, especially people, dogs that I'm not familiar with. Dogs that I'm familiar with, I'm fine. I can be around them, whatever. Like I said, I used to, instantly I used to run. <laughs> um, I don't do that anymore. So I just kind of like stand there and see like, okay, well, what's next? What's going to happen or whatnot? And, um, you know, <laughs> like I said, in the beginning, these people had a problem with me moving into my apartment. They just had something to say the first day. They wasn't nice about it. They should have just mind their business. And if anybody with common sense would see people at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, would know that they're moving into a place and not stealing and so forth. So anyway, let me get to the story. Um, so like I said, they have a pug doll and a half poodle dog or whatever. And my first interaction, I'm coming upstairs. So I see them barking. I'm like, okay. But then I see them like running towards me. And I'm like, are these dogs going to try to bite me? <laughs> like, I'm like, what's up? So I see the mother-in-law, and she's out there, and she's, like, pressing something in her hand. I see her, like, pressing something, and she's just screaming for the dogs to come back. 
um, that's it. The dogs are literally still coming to me. So I like swing my bag and the big one, the big poodle dog kind of run back. But the little pug one, nah, he just, she, cause I saw how she used the bathroom the other day. She just would not stop coming towards me barking and going crazy. So I'm like, okay. So I didn't say that. So I was like, oh, maybe because she saw that, you know, it won't be an issue the next time. So I don't see him for a while or whatever. And then um, I interact with them again. And this time, you know, they run up to me again. And she's like, hey, uh, you know, calling the dog's name and telling them to come back. And I'm literally, y'all, these dogs are either deaf or they just don't care. And first of all, they're not trained at all. Because usually dogs that are trained, they listen to their master. And these dogs are not listening to her at all. So, you know, I'm like, okay. So I, I'm like sharing my little frustration with my friends. I'm like, yo, like, these people, dogs are, like, every time I come out, the, just about every time I come out the house, like, they running towards me and barking and all this stuff. And I'm like, and I know dogs are supposed to be on a leash. Like, they're literally leashless running towards me. So not only are they running towards me, they're pooping in the yard. On our yard, not in their yard, but my yard, where I'm renting from, by the stepping stones that goes to my door. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, how could it, like, so I'm noticing and observing these things, and I'm like, you know, I talked to my past, he was like, hey, you know, you need to have a conversation with them, you know, let them know about the dogs or whatever. So I've been trying to catch up with the wives, as I've been trying to catch up with them because I don't really see them and I work a lot of crazy long hours so I don't have time like by the time probably when I get home when I get home it's late and it's not you know earning to knock on somebody's door so I get a bed been waiting for my bed forever but anyway I finally get my bed finally gets delivered my pastor comes over um my friends the Duns they come over to bring their baby Zora and um you know, we in the house fellowshipping, laughing, joking, whatever. They're familiar with the dogs because I brought it to their attention before. Like, hey, I'm having issues with them. But, like, at this time, I hadn't seen them. So, we're leaving the house, putting the stuff in recycle. Everything is fine. And we're at the recycling bin. And, long and behold, we're ran up on by the dogs. They run all the way over to the recycling bins where we are. So, that's not their property. And the lady is screaming, <laughs> as she always does. She screams. And she's like, you know, calling for the dog to come back. And I'm like, and, you know, my past like, yo, you know, you got to have a conversation with them. Like, yeah, this is not cool or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, like, this is definitely not cool. So here we go again. So I talked to her to this day. So I'm thinking, like, I said, hey, you know, um, you have to do something about your dog. <laughs> I was like, um, it's not cool that they keep running up on me. And before I can really, like, finish, she all she does is get very defensive. And she's like, well, we're going to put up a fence. We're going to put up a fence. We're going to put up a fence. Like, this is all she's saying. She's not saying anything else other than that. She's not even trying to hear me. Hear me out at least. Like, at least let me get out what I'm trying to say. But she's not even saying that. She's just automatically defensive and, like, she wants to put up a fence and whatever. And I'm like, look, I see your dog just ran up on us. I'm like, my friend, she has her baby. And, like, your dog almost made her drop her baby. So, that's not cool. Like, you need to get better control of your dogs. I would really appreciate that. And 
she gets their dog and she goes to the house. Now, mind you, people that I've observed in my life, when their dogs are like out of control, barking or running to people, and if they don't listen, they actually go and get them and pick them up and apologize. Not once have I had an interaction with them, have they picked up the dog or even came to get them. They just scream, which is crazy to me, like crazy. And I'm like still trying to figure out what in their mind that they feel like they don't need to have their dog on the leash because you're supposed to. (laughs) In the state of Maryland, I can't say for other states, but I know in the state of Maryland, you have to walk your dog on a leash and definitely they're not doing it. So I'm like, okay, this is like annoying or whatever. So then, long and behold, four days after that, I'm coming to go to work or whatever. And it's just the tall dog comes, but she runs. But the little one is at my feet, y'all. At my feet, barking. So I get my bag and I'm like beating it. <laughs> And I'm not, I am not condoning animal cruelty or abusing animals. Yes, I have a phobia, but I don't want people to do anything to hurt animals. I'm just not that type of person. I'm like beating this dog with the bag. And I don't have nothing in the bag, but it's like a light Ikea bag. And I'm like beating them because I'm taking my bags. I go to all this and give me some groceries. And the dog is still running to me barking. And it's like, I don't know if this dog is going to bite me. Like, I don't know. And the lady, y'all, she just standing there. And I'm like, get your dog. Get your dog. She just standing there and screaming what she does. So I'm like pissed. I'm so pissed. I'm in the car. I'm shaking. I'm nervous. I'm just so upset. I'm so upset. Like, I had to call my pastor. He could talk me down. I had to call my friends because I'm like, I am getting anxiety at this point because I just don't know. Like, I feel like the next thing is they're going to bite me. Like, I just don't know because, like, they're coming this close to me. And I've had three or four conversations with this lady, and nothing has changed. Like, nothing has changed. So now I'm getting the landlord's involved. So I finally talked to my landlord about the situation. And, you know, she was very sympathetic. But um, she she leaves everything far as making final decisions. She's had to speak with her husband about stuff. And I just let her know. I said, hey, you know, I'm going to just be honest. Like, since I've been here, it has been a lot with the neighbors. I was like, they have been having issues. Like, the first day that I was moving in, like, they came up to us asking us what we were doing. And she was like, yeah, they told me that they were going to call the police on y'all because y'all looked like y'all were stealing. And that's where that comes from. So I'm listening to her, and I said they was going to call the police on us. She was like, yeah, they told me, like, you know, next time you need to tell us. I said, honestly, you don't need to tell them nothing because it's your house. <laughs> you all do what y'all want in the house. You don't have to tell them that you have a tenant. And she was like, I know they have my number, so if it was an issue, they could have called and not wanting to call the police on you guys. So I'm sitting here like, oh, my God, like, I am because I'm like, these women were really about to call the police on me and my family and my friends. So I said, yeah, I've been having issues with her dogs. Like, I said, her dogs are running up to me. Like, they're barking, they're running up to me. She's like, yeah, they're not trained. And I was like, yeah. So I'm like, you know, 
I'm like, they're not even on the leash. It's like, it seemed like she doesn't even want them on the leash. And I said, and I've been seeing them like pooping in the yard and stuff. And she was like, I know. I explained that to my husband. My husband kind of like, he doesn't care. Something here like, he doesn't care. I'm like, this is y'all yard. Y'all shouldn't want. Now, my, now granted, my landlords, them, they have dogs too, but they're very well trained. I don't have an issue with them. And they're always on the leash. And even when they're not, they're very well trained. But anyway, um, so I'm thinking in my mind, like, why it doesn't bother him that people are allowing their pets to poop on his yard? Like, don't nobody want to clean that up. <laughs> you barely want to clean your own dog poop. So why would you allow other people to clean up? I mean, to poop, let allow the animals to use the bathroom, like, in your yard. So anyway, and then she's telling me, like, yeah, and they also been complaining about you parking. Now... <laughs> I'm like, I said, oh, they are complaining about me parking? I said, well, it's so funny because the black lady across the street, she's been complaining too about where I park. And I, t- and I said, yeah, and I've, I've, from my understanding, there's no assigned parking. She was like, yeah. And my husband told her, like, you know, I'm not going to tell her where to park because this is public parking, which is true. I was like, what is wrong with these people? Like, this is like crazy, y'all. And for all those who are believers out there, like, this is spiritual warfare. <laughs> like, I can't describe it any other way, but you all know. And like, I've shared with you all, like I took a break. Like when I say I was digging in deep with God, like I prayed and fast for this apartment. Like I prayed and fast for this place and God honored it because of my faithfulness and me trusting him, you know? Just me trusting him with my life and waiting on him. And I never thought in a million years that I will get it it's like this and in this way and just like all at once. And I've never felt so <laughs> crazy <laughs> and like not understanding like what is going on. So right after I had this conversation with her, um, she assures me that she's going to talk to her husband and they're going to get back to me. So later that night, I get off work. I think her husband was kind of waiting around. I think they kind of know my my schedule, whatever. Like, I usually come home around 9, 10 o'clock because I come home from work, and sometimes I take my coworkers home. So I get around, home around that time. So he was, like, waiting for me. He asked if he talked to me. I'm like, yeah. Um, he, I'm thinking that he had talked to them. But at this point, he was pretty much telling me, like, he doesn't like to be confrontational. He don't like confrontation and he wants to be nice with his neighbors and stuff like that and I'm just like yeah that's understandable and he said but even with that being said he said he will talk to him about the dog situation or whatnot. so I'm like okay cool at least he's going to talk and I was talking to my friend on the phone because I try to talk to people when I come home at night because I'm single and by myself um, and I don't see that well at night yeah, that's another story. But um, I don't see that well. So I like to have some type of accountability. Or at least tell somebody, hey, I'm on my way home. Just check on in about another, you know, 30 minutes or so, see if I made it home, blah, blah, blah. But it so happened, I was talking to my friend. I'll let her hear the whole conversation. <laughs> so I do have, um, you know, evidence or whatever. So I lied to y'all that. Uh, the next day, y'all. The next day. So I'm like, okay, I pull up. I got my little groceries or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I see one of the wives. And this is the feminine one. 
And um, I was like, okay, she got her hair done. She got swinging her little hair. Whatever. I'm like, I want should I talk to her about the dogs or whatever. I was like, because I've been talking to her mother-in-law and really nothing has been happening. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, she is, you know, once I get myself out of the car, I may just go over there. So, <laughs> this is so crazy. It's like, as I talk about this, it upsets me so bad. So I'm getting out my like I'm getting out my car and all of a sudden I hear dogs just running up on like then now they're running to my car. And I was like, ma'am, please get your dog. She says nothing. She's like, Oh, they're not gonna do anything to you and flips her hair. And I'm looking at her, I was like, now as she's saying this, they're at they're at me barking. And the little ones, the little pugs doing what she do is at my feet barking i was like can you get your dog please i said they're supposed to be on a leash ma'am no they're not they're in their yard um they're not in their yard if they're by me they're not in their yard they're by me she was like they're not gonna do anything to you see and as she's saying this they're still barking at me and still jumping at me i don't want them by me she's like well your landlords don't have a problem with it so you need to just take it up with them. I said, I have a problem with it and I don't want them by me. I was like, the last time your dogs were by me, they attacked my friends and my friend almost dropped her baby. I understand that, but they're not gonna do anything. Excuse me? When I say this heifer, <laughs> and I, that's just me being nice because I was going through the motions. Like you don't understand the level of anger I was at that time. I was angry to the highest. I was pissed to the highest of pissivity. Okay? Like, boiling mad. Because I'm looking at this woman and I can tell that she can give a you know what. Okay? Uh, you know what. That's how she's looking at me. Like, well, well. But then she was like, well. After I said, I said, well, I don't like them. I don't want them by me. I don't want them barking at me. I don't want any of that. So, well, I guess you have to put up a fence then. I guess you got to put up a fence. So, I, then I'm looking at her. I said, you know what? I've been more than nice. Like, I'm really, like, when I say, I am talking so calm. I was like, I've been more than nice. I have talked to you all, and nothing has happened. Nothing. I was like, you know what, sis? You got this. You got it. You got it. So I go in the house. I am like literally punching the air. Do you hear me? Punching the air because now I want to drag. And I'm just being honest because I'm like, okay, I'm going to give them dogs a reason to bark and possibly bite me because I'm about to get this lady because she's been disrespectful. And I feel like at this point, you're doing it on purpose because you still ain't apologizing. You still have yet to even, like, when you see them coming at me to come get them or anything. So now I feel like you're doing it on purpose. So now I got to get you. <laughs> so I talked to my pastor, and he was so encouraging. And he just helped me. He walked me through it because he knows me, and he knows I was going through it. Y'all, when I tell y'all that... I felt so defeated in that moment. I felt so defeated. I felt like I could not be my true authentic self. I felt like I couldn't say all the things that were bothering me. Like I couldn't do anything. 
because as you all know, I shared in my my story with Miss Patterson about I had issues. My first bully situation was with the white girl. You know, bullying me, telling me where to sit and all that stuff. And I mean, I definitely struggled. I definitely struggled with white women. And then with how they were acting towards me, I just felt so disrespected. And then I just couldn't speak. I could not speak because I feel like everything I would have said or done, I would have been the aggressor. And trust me, the way I would have been talking, they probably would have wanted to call the cops on me. Because that's how pissed and angry that I was. And I literally, like, I just felt so defeated. And I saw my landlord. So, I'm missing part. So, after I calm down, I get out of my car, I go outside. And I'm sitting in my car, just trying to get my thoughts together. You know, so I'm not wilding out. And I'm being the better person. So... The other wife, she's the one that, I guess, plain, she's the manly, she's very manly, I'll say that. I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or nothing like that, but I don't know how to describe it. So she comes home aggressively in her truck, blasting rap music, of course. <laughs> and um, she jumps out of her truck and starts nailing the things to put a fence up and I'm like have not came over to apologize to me have not said you know what I'm sorry haven't said anything the disrespect okay the disrespect they can care less about my feelings or how I feel or what have you and um I'm just sitting there looking at them upset and pissed because they don't want to put their dogs on the leash Okay, so in my mind, I'm sitting here like, so y'all rather pay two, three hundred dollars to put up a temporary chicken fence because it looks like chicken, like or something that you put in a chicken coop to keep chickens in. That's how how it looks or whatever. And um, <laughs> y'all rather spend money on that instead of spending forty dollars or so to put your dog on a leash when you have them outside and to walk your dog in the neighborhood. That's what y'all rather do. Because you're so privileged that you feel like you can do whatever you want and just have your dog freely walking around and just doing whatever and just say whatever and not care about nobody else or anything, you know. It's like the more I talk about it, the more angry that I get. But then I think, and it's more, but it's freeing as well. Um, at this at this point, I just felt like I didn't want to be there. I was just very angry and upset. And I'm like these women, and I just and I'm by myself, and I have like four white women out there just talking about who knows what about me don't like me, don't have no reason to, don't respect me for nothing. All because they want what they want. And it just makes me feel some type of way. Like, I don't understand people who have dogs sometimes because their dogs are like, they're not, not human. Like, 
And I get it, you can love your animal, whatever, but you got to be mindful of other people. That's just like if you have a child, if your child go out and do something, you're responsible for that. And if somebody's telling you they're not comfortable, then you're responsible for that, especially if that's your pet, you know? But yeah, I'm learning from the situation about loving your neighbors and praying for your enemies, stuff like that, you know, in spite of how they feel about me, I have to still be like Christ. And that doesn't mean I need to be a pushover and just allow stuff and don't say anything. It doesn't mean that. But I got to love them. And I got to pray for them. And I can do that. But I'm also going to do other things as far as keeping documentation of what they're doing, keeping a paper trail, video, all of that. Because I've told my friends, look, when y'all come over there, pull your phone out, record coming in, record going out, because the more evidence I got, the more things can happen. Because, you know, right is right. And you just can't live in this world thinking that you're privileged and you can get away with everything. You know, so those who believe in Jesus, <laughs> just pray for me that I don't allow this to steal my joy because I'm I found a really nice place it's cute it fit me financially I can afford it I'm doing what I need to do um, yeah I don't want nobody running me out of something that God gave me. And, you know, if things could be just handled like civilized adults, that would be great. But it's not. At the moment. But I know at the end, God will get the glory from it. From it all. And trust me, he will. And even all the things that I was thinking about doing. <laughs> When compared to what God has for them if they don't repent and do right. So, uh, yeah. That's all I got for y'all today. And I'm out. Bye. Bye. know that you're feeling stuck. This job that you have, this current situation that you're in, you have such a desire for more, right? That desire is there for a reason. You desire it because it lives inside of you. Your spirit, your soul knows that much more is in store for you. Your flesh just has to catch up with it. But you got to still do the work. I know you like, but Dab, how long? As long as it takes. Don't you quit. Don't you give up. Don't you think that this is all that there is to your life. You got something else coming. Okay? This is just temporary. It will pass. Honey, new days will come. And one day you'll look back on this day, this time, and you'll say, oh, that's what that was for. You will have a story to tell, okay? You're in the midst of building your story, all right? But greater is coming, but you got to hold on. 
you got to keep pushing. Okay? It's going to be all right. I know you're tired. I know that it feels like forever, but it's not. And you're going to win, and you're going to be okay. All right? The struggle will not last forever. The stuck feeling will not last forever. All right? You're worthy of all the desires of your heart. And you will get them. Okay? I love you. You hang in there, all right? I'll talk to you later.